0: How will you fucking stop?
1: Oh, Japanese. First of all, don't tell me what to do. Ding dong. Hello? Yes, allah Rise and praise infidels and salute the sons of Allah. The true immortals, the gods of professional wrestling. Retaining our titles, crushing anyone they put in our path. And now it's time to celebrate on the Monday Locker Room, officially at ChannelAttitude.com. For all the Hameen Media Group Pure Bloods, no infidels allowed, here on the Monday Locker Room. YOLO! (laughs) yes rise and praise y'all we're back in the house man and it was a great weekend obviously for the sons of Allah blessed by Muhammad retaining our tag team championships it was all too easy to crush these morons and I'm back with the mastermind himself the man who puts together all the hot black ops here, all the psyops. It's Attack of the Baldheads with the vet and hacker Hamine. Good morning, Vet.
0: Good morning. Well, I'm glad that you put a stop to the belt hemorrhage this weekend.
1: Oh my.
0: But too, uh, you man. came you came away with the uh with the championship, so you may live. That's
1: right. We got our shit in, no doubt. <laughs> Pick the bones, let them destroy themselves and come in and conquer uh, as easy as we could, man. But what a what a great weekend for Immortal uh, Championship Wrestling. Thanks to everybody who bought the pay-per-view and, and was putting out screenshots to see that. The boys were pumped about it, man, knowing that uh, the HMG soldiers are out there supporting. I think pretty good numbers. We're going to do probably three or four shows from the new Nexus Center in Utica, Utica, New York, uh, and it was just a, a really great arena and good house I mean it's a big arena to fill for an indie so we were really happy with our turnout because it's been right on par with uh, ever it seems like every show we're doing we're going up about 40 to 50 people and that's that's really great on the Indies when you got about a baseline of 500 so uh, you know that hopefully uh, the word keeps spreading man and that that people will be there and we'll be hitting the thousands soon enough that's our our goal for the next one and can't say enough uh, about the HMG uh, loyalty, whether it's in the Hami Media, new Hami Media Hope. Hope. and everybody sharing in there. And I knew people were watching uh, because of that. And Bobo and, uh, and a bunch of others, uh, you know, my man from uh, Syracuse was in the house. And uh, you want to talk about lo- most loyal soldiers. First in the chat this morning, Frank's Pickle Barrel ass, bringing the whole tribe up as he has before making us some pure blood hmg shirts man and uh, the the big uh, fat heads that uh, got over huge we used them in our promo as well so mm-hmm. all that stuff is just um remarkable man uh, the the connection we have here through channelattitude.com and hmg all the way back to wrestle zone days you know the, so many loyal 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 soldiers out here and and making that trip and spending their money they're hard-earned money man and and frank's you know obviously no doubt he's been uh hmg fan of the year hammy award which i still have a half dozen or not even have to have a dozen of them sitting here that i've never mailed out because i'm a big heater like that and uh (laughs) you know but uh just uh have everybody there man and it put us right in front for merch, so I was on my uh, Triumph the Insult comic dog shit the whole night and just <laughs> blasting everyone, bro, like some of the rudest shit I've ever said. And it it felt great. It really did feel great to, to destroy people's uh, whole chi as they came in with a smile on their face for a wrestling show only to be berated and sent packing to go get some French fries and pizza. <laughs> 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 but Teddy Long was great. He was in the house. Enzo Amore in the house at uh, Cheeseburger. First time I've been on a show with him and uh Fandango, always consummate professional and great to have in the locker room too. And, uh, George Joel from AEW brings home the title, takes uh, my former Middle Eastern championship off of Vince Valor. So a great night all the way around. And, uh, when the promoter listens to you about let's not do nine matches and have seven matches, you know, uh, opening a dark battle Royal with uh, some of my UWE students. So a huge opportunity for those guys to perform in a a true arena in their probably Mm -hmm. second or third performance is a a big thing, man. You know, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that to, to not stink or not look stupid. So Usually you start out in the most small bar back rooms, and that's where you cut your teeth. Yeah. So match three to be in uh, an arena that seats six thousand was pretty crazy, man. So can't say uh, uh, thank you enough, especially to the one man who I owe it to is Blaze Haram, man, doing his dives, doing his flips, uh, putting putting it all on the line, suicide bomber style, and all we had to do was wait for those infidels to crush each other and come in and pick the bones. And that's what we did. So stretched them out, checked his dental work, put a smile on their mm-hmm. face and, uh, that's heels right. over strong, man. So hey, it was he, great- he
0: didn't want to give up at first. You had to pull he, the, uh, you yeah. had, had to pull the old DMD on him, you know,
1: I had to, I didn't even put the glove on this time. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was all hands on deck and usually things like that when it's, uh, what could possibly go wrong <laughs> two minutes before pay-per-view, you know what I mean? And we we didn't really have too many of those issues, and nobody, uh, you know, got stretchered out, uh, out of the back off anything. Uh, we did have um, Turnbuckle get stripped during the first uh, uh, dark there uh, with the Battle Royal. Or, no, that was even when we were setting up. So I got to give a big shout-out to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment uh, owner Craig. He took off middle of – I mean, I'm talking – the skies turned uh completely gray and black massive thunder and lightning tornado warnings and i go craig you got to go to the school 40 miles away cut the turnbuckles and bring me back two tie rod turnbuckles and him and the wolf man got in the car and as soon as they shut the door everything went to shit. hail like you know the rain you came and see through it was as rain so hard thunder lightning and they did it and they got back right after intermission so they missed some of the show but uh it, just to have that insurance policy man that was uh that was real big so even guys not on the show were representing UWE and all that was uh they, they were right there in the foxholes fighting the good fight just to make sure in case anything went wrong. That's the last thing you want to do as an independent organization doing your first pay-per-view and have no bottom rope. Like <laughs> prepare for prepare to get destroyed online, you know. So um it, it all it all came off. We didn't even really need them, but we had them and those guys uh did great. And I know it was big to see for Craig that he's been working hard on upstate wrestling, uh, uh, entertainment uh, as a brand itself. And in the training center, he's even expanding the training center, knocking down more walls, putting in a gym and, and working hard, but to see his logo up there on, a big arena you know what i mean that's big for any business owner uh, as a sponsor so it was a it was a big victory for everybody uh, all the way around and i can't wait to beat somebody else's face in in that arena again next time on pay-per-view so great job all yeah except for my opponents who were destroyed yes of course (laughs) (laughs) but they did a great job at getting
0: destroyed um (laughs) well don't don't feel too bad because um you know, Impact still can't put on a live pay per view without some fucking issues coming up—audio issues, or that's usually their problem. They they have something wrong with the feed or or some syncing. I noticed in like one of the backstage issues on the Immortal Show, like was I saw like uh God, what were they doing? Um, but it was a backstage thing where it, the audio was just slightly off sync or or something like that. Okay. At least on the replay. Um, so just little things like that, but. Like I'm saying, if even the supposed big leaguers, you know, still have these uh, struggles putting on live pay-per-views on the Internet, then uh, you guys are doing pretty well, I would say.
1: Absolutely, man. I mean, and to be honest with you, compared to what it was, I mean, we did in 2CW when the technology was, you know, nowhere near where it is now in, in, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, smaller, demassified and affordable just to kind of do because that's what Josh does is the fuck you to other companies, no matter who it is, was to do the F U to ROH because they were acting like they were over nonstop and where well, they have like six pay per views in a row where the feed dropped and all the mm-hmm. tech difficulties. And that's why we did the I free for you just as the uh, to the to the guys who claim that they're over, right? And we're using their dudes better, Steen and, and everybody else. And uh now in 2023 to have it, <laughs> what would it cost us? I think Josh, I don't even want to say. Uh I'll just speculate. I want to say 40 grand on the pay-per-view. What you can get for two grand in tech does what 40 grand did year years ago. And then all the guys on the production team were right where they needed to be, not in the way, shooting. I I'd like to see, you know, I haven't watched it how it came off on camera, but knowing how you and I were trained to work for, for Cameron, there's mm-hmm. still shots I've seen sent out. Seems like production was pretty well on their game. So I, I hope they caught all the high spots and, and, uh, you know, I didn't have to beat down a cameraman, which I would have. I always am willing to do that. Uh, so.
0: <laughs> from, from what <laughs> but, I saw, it looked pretty good. Like it
1: looked, okay. it, it looked pretty good.
0: I didn't, I didn't sit and watch the whole thing start to finish, at least not yet. You know, I may eventually, uh, but, uh, it was a uh, very you know it looked clean like the picture looked clean um and uh you know it couldn't 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 really complain um you know uh i've seen worse from supposed like again i see these fucking impact <laughs> yeah why
1: well, yeah i don't know why they can't get it right because dude anthem is it a- its own media company they, with they, all the they just don't want to
0: spend any stuff. money man they just don't want to spend any money they never have they'll they'll do enough to keep it afloat but they're they won't put any real stuff into it that was the same thing with sinclair and ring of honor they're just they don't want to spend the money yeah, they want to have like the sinclair, money
1: it's not like sinclair doesn't have all the money at their they have all the money
0: bro yeah so it, it's that but that that's just how it is it doesn't matter how rich you are that won't stop you from pinching a penny um, and that's never going to change because it's just wrestling and who cares about that. So yeah. whatever profit we turn is just like, you know, extra, a little extra cheese. Right. It, it, but we're not going to put no, you know, we're well, not going to, we're not going to build time. a better dairy. We're not going to buy the no. best cows. We're not going to breed anything for the, for that little extra cheese. We're, we're going to keep our money and hope you just give us a little. You're going to bring contempt
1: man. because you didn't deliver. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get buys for the next one, you know. Uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, read this book to uh, elementary schoolers while the country's being destroyed. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, uh, Elite Video Productions coming in from down under this morning, and he says he doesn't have much trouble at all when he's doing it. Uh, in you know, these big companies who talk a big game, it seems like now, even with the Roadcaster Pro, ding
0: dong, hello. That
1: uh, if you were to talk ten years ago, this is a six to ten thousand dollar piece of equipment. You can get one for six hundred and fifty dollars now. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's incredible of what you can do on. You know, nothing's free, but on a shoestring budget, if you got it tested and you got you know everything's going how you want to, you can pull it off. You know what I mean? And I think this is the new model. Uh, going forward for independence, I think Mission Pro is doing the same thing. And and really, it's because of HMG, Soldiers, Russo brand, and you know getting the word out there. Obviously, Enzo and Fandango and uh, Cheeseburger retweeting your stuff and Teddy Long is going to help with buys from across the world. But uh, it's re- it really is the loyalists of what we built here that are the foundation to to watch that stuff, man. So, uh, but yeah, I did uh, run into some over guys in the locker room, and I told him to get the fuck out. I said, just get out of here. I don't want to hear any of your shit. Uh, we're gonna get to that story. Is Johnny Publix is in the house as well with all the stooge reports. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll we'll lay it down with him, man. But uh, thanks again for a great weekend, everybody. I've got. Uh, some Monday locker room. I don't know if I should save it for the Friday locker room or I save it for Russo brand. But I, I went on a, a bit of an introspective journey yesterday uh, afterwards, trying to relieve some stress, uh, cap up uh, <laughs> psilocybin uh, chocolate, whatever you want to call it chocolate. And some strange things happened, some very, very strange things yesterday that I kind of can't even wrap my head around. So coming off of the buzz of the show but the stress of the cannabis week before so a lot of people were also i mean it, it's been a huge week i say that every week but <laughs> it just seems like the how much is stacking up you can't uh really imagine it until you're in the middle of it and on thursday we went to uh josh Two cw former owner josh Jenneray, jd love and i drove three hours to Kingston, Yaman, uh, New York, though, in Ulster County to this courthouse for a hearing um, because five veterans, four veterans and now corporate cannabis under some bullshit, you know, moniker that's probably paying for their lawyers sued the state of New York to stop the entire uh, licensee program that is justice based called the card program. Okay, so that's backstory. Um, And it was right out of a movie, dude. the The courtroom looked like the one from My Cousin Vinny. All wood, like old school mm-hmm. benches for everybody to sit on, and it was packed in there with probably uh, sixty to eighty uh, card holders, license holders to watch the lawyers, the four veterans. About five lawyers, right? And two uh, utes. Two utes were there. (laughs) Points. (laughs) See, that's why the vet can't be touched, bro. He he just waits in the cut to hit the right line at the right time, and nobody does it better here at HMG than him. Uh, And to go through it in the beginning. The judge goes, "This is a he's a Supreme Court judge too for the state, right?" And uh, you could just tell, highly, highly intelligent human being. Uh, but you're dealing with civilians. I don't care if the lawyers and everybody else. There's two carny ass workers in the room seeing everything from a different perspective right right and uh <laughs> he goes this is a hearing or he goes this is a trial not a public hearing so i don't want to hear anything from the card members today i'm not hearing anything from the licensees like gripes and shit like that because it could have gone on forever right at the end this is the greatest heat pass of all time in the wrestling shit that i've ever seen he goes I feel that there's a lot of brilliant minds in this room and that I want to hear from them on a solution that is amicable for both. I think we can come together and appease both sides because these guys held up the process and some people have been, we're going to open this week and now they've got staff they can't pay. They've got leases, no money coming in. Like It's very fragile if they could go bankrupt right after putting up 200K of their investment. And They can have their stores open, but nobody can buy anything. You can just go (laughs) in and walk like it's a museum and look around like that's all they're allowed to do. So uh, he goes goes, uh, at the end, I know you guys can come together and I'm going to, he goes, I hate to see uh, you know, New Yorkers, business people and families hurting, but I'm going to keep the injunction in place for two weeks. So I hate to see it, but fuck you for another two weeks. And then he goes, then I'll make my decision unless you can come to some deal before then, then, then that's what I think you should do. So like a total heat pass. So he doesn't have to do it. So now it's back on the office of cannabis management to give these veterans, whatever they want that they're crying about for equal opportunity. Meanwhile, in the card program, there's 15 veterans of the 450 licensees. So their argument is moot. Plus everybody gets to apply October 4th. So we're only two months away from fucking when they could apply, but they're counting off about this. Right. So he passes the heat back. So now everyone's going to bitch at office of Cannabis Management to, to get the deal done so we don't have to wait two weeks to get back to business. It was like the most office wrestling heat pass out of the producers. Go bitch to him. I'm not going to fucking take the heat, you know what I mean, for it. And me and Josh are just looking at each other like, carny as fuck, man. And every, It just felt like getting kicked in the stomach. So to go from that to the pay-per-view, to Sunday, my stress levels uh, you know, were were pretty high. And I've been trying to not inject emotion into business because that's the worst thing you can do is not think with a clear head, you know, when it comes to the dollars and cents and getting open. So a little uh magic mushroom on Sunday was necessary, but some strange things happened that almost have me freaked out you know what I mean in a, in a way of like mm, telepathy and in and, and uh things that that happen so I don't know if you want to get into that or not we got headlines and, and whatnot but uh, I just wanted to give you a little recap of old hackers week this week
0: brother. appreciate it uh well um as as much or as little as you want to man I'm not sure what all I can add to it but'd uh, mm-hmm. be happy to hear it and uh, you've got uh you know or maybe you can spread it around amongst uh you yeah. know your your fellows over at the Russo brand and uh maybe strangler steve so yeah, uh,
1: well, i'm sure i'll probably tell the story a bunch of times cuz i really need to sit down with uh some other people that i want Well to give
0: me give me an example of some one one weird thing that happened. So
1: yeah, i mean i don't know if you've uh, ever you know taken psilocybin before but like uh <laughs> no. you, you're gonna, you know you're going to you know it's it's a buzz there's no doubt about it you kind of feel floaty and you'll get some visual trips and colors and motions of like even taking the dogs on a walk and watching blades of grass move like when the wind hits them is a very it's almost like you're living in a van gogh painting a little bit like yeah. there's that this swirling about the energy and you can almost feel the aura but really that's still a and fuck with your mind right whatever but when uh, there's uh, there's some videos online to guide your meditations. So I did this 10 minute one and I was facing up and there's a lot of extending and group mind, imagining your pink and purple energy as Morpheus said, we're all a battery, right? <laughs> and we, we <laughs> yeah. admit and I'm very much into that with the group mind and the hive mind and how to tune into that. And it was all positive. And just like affirmations, I am creative, I am inspiration, uh you know, I have the insight to do whatever I want, yada, 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 feeling good, and then I said to myself, "You know, let's get a little Alistair Crowley with it and do as above, so below, right?" So I just turned over to my stomach on my yoga mat, put my head on my hands on my third eye to put a little pressure, face down, and it wasn't long before I started having these. I don't want to say dark visions, but like it was really dark black background. And then like all these strange geometric triangle and trapezoid, like this is going to sound fucking weird, like faces of robotic, like kind of like General Grievous, but not Mm -hmm. General Grievous, different and uh, angular. And it kept morphing and changing and almost becoming insect like but still biotronics of some type mm-hmm. and then it started to morph into these like spaceships and obviously i've been watching all this alien stuff but not yeah. flying saucers they were they were more everything was angular and very star warsy how the you know and this is just the what we you star know it Destroyers wasn't the stuff. And stuff yeah it wasn't them though it was different right it was, it was different but like that right right okay. and and but and in my mind it was just black a dark like gunmetal gray on a black background with light bursts of blue light here or there right mm-hmm. okay so you're tripping that's fine and 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 everything's going on that way and then i start to write things down and i just start taking crazy notes with like all this esoteric shit of like what you need to be in uh, in life and all that type of shit right and it, it that that could be the ramblings of a man madman, mad but just going through it and just letting it kind of flow through me, right? Mm-hmm. And they say, can you connect with? And I'm thinking about multiverse. I wrote down this name after these quotes: Plessius Anubis, and I that that was the dark side one. And I wrote this other one called Aristma, and uh, about the voice being the soul. I guess I don't know what the fuck that even meant at the time, but. I wrote down okay I, I'm seeing dark faces that look like general Grievous black with blue light uh, ever-changing and morphs into the design of ships and the foundation of ships okay okay, okay. so I wrote, wrote down Plessian uh, Plessius uh, Anubis uh, and <laughs> And i' I start looking that up, and I thought, "Well, Anubis, I know Plessius, I don't know, and what is that word Plessius even means? It sounds Greek to me, it sounds Roman, right? And yeah. uh I just I just start Google searching a couple things, and the only thing that came up, this is where it gets fucked. So everything else is just a whatever stoner trip, right? <clears throat> up comes this. Is the first thing I searched for Plessius and it's got me fucked up. Come on. Why are you not showing it? Okay, that's going to drive me nuts. I don't know if you've ever heard of this game or anybody out there. Warframe, has anybody ever heard of this? (laughs) And it's not anything I had ever heard of before, and here we are. So this is a card from that game. And it's fucking almost identical. If you could, if we could zoom in here on what this is to what I saw in my vision of the fucking Mm -hmm. general grievous, I said it was like grievous, but not. And then you can look this up of, of what the fuck I'm seeing. And I wrote this down before I looked up any of this stuff, bro, inverted Mm -hmm. triangles, uh, a, 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 a light source and whatnot. And, and those are supposed to be arms, like below on my drawing so Mm -hmm. now you go to warframe like i'm just going to go to warframe real quick one second oh i know this is fucked up but
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh warframe a very popular uh, free-to-play game uh, that a lot of people are into because it's free and And, those and i don't know
1: shit about it right Right. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I've never heard of Warframe in my life, and I've never even seen a pop-up ad for it. I'm just not a, a video game guy because I don't have time. The whole entire game of Warframe <laughs> is uh, these assassin ninjas that are all like General Grievous <laughs> that are fucking <laughs> these made bots that seem very futuristic and and are very much like the visions when I had my head face down with my, you know, hands on my third eye looking forward into what this shit was. Now, this is where it gets even more fucked up. So this small drawing here, I don't know if you can see a bunch of scribbles. It looks like kind of, yeah. of like a trap. the. A trapezoid. I was trying to do three, three D right, and like coming at you mm-hmm. doesn't look like much. And now before I saw, it, as I scroll down here, come on, oh, this has got to be some other goddamn thing. There is, I put ships leaving Earth and escape from Earth. Blue light with dark on it, and I don't know where the, this is right now. But last night I had it up on the Warframe. Dude, that exact ship, <laughs> along with four other ships in a in a picture, in a video they have, are leaving Earth <laughs> with blue light behind them. And one of them is the ship coming at you vaguely of exactly what I drew there in the vision that I had beforehand. So... I'm thinking in my mind while the trip is going on and you're half on psilocybin that fucking I'm connecting with something right out of it. And then just to look up Plessius and to take me that and to, to take me to a video game that is the exact visions of what I had and those morphing faces. If you look at all of the digital ninja assassins that are robots in there are mm-hmm. all bug looking are all angular different faces are all this thing. Yeah. I'm going, how the fuck? Am I thinking I'm having some connection with Anubis, the old world, da da, this video game company, and I'm having visions of what they are putting out there of things I've never seen before. And this game's been out, I think, since 2014. Mm -hmm. Start looking into the fucking company itself out of Toronto that they own 39% now after selling to China for like 140 million on their games, and that they've got proprietary technology. I'm going are these motherfuckers a front for, for some psyop <laughs> that can now put out marketing that you think that they can be tapped into on an ethereal plane? Cause there's no way, bro. I, I just, I mean, like I would be more lenient in the conspiracy side of it to like, I contacted aliens, boy, aren't I special? And then within 10 minutes of research, I'm looking shit up and seeing visions from a video game that were just in my fucking mind. Yeah completely dude so i'm in a strange place with it where it's like i really don't think i connected anything And i do believe that these motherfuckers are putting out advertising that is subliminal yeah. and just in the 5g yeah. ethosphere that now i can tune my mind into to tap into and they can put shit in your head but you have to unlock yourself with some type of you know help from nature i'll say it that dude so you know, the
0: obvious the obvious uh you know, answer would be that you did see this sometime in the past 10 years, and you just filed it away a under agree. useless immediately. Uh, because you know, you just you see so much stuff all the time, um, just navigating through any sort of internet interface, whether it's your phone, your PC at home, right, whether it's something it's in my
1: subconscious di- that digital
0: billboards, you know, like all these things. And then yeah, like you said, you know, uh, they got unlocked and then you saw the things. Um, so, I mean, that's,
1: that's the, uh, that's the simple I have answer. No recollection of ever seeing anything to do with this game. Warframe looking at it, playing it. And, well, and, 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 and those visions were coming to me and I'm just there half in the bag, just writing, 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 almost like it's coming through me not of what i'm remembering dude, to be let honest
0: me, well let me let me hit you with a funny story to kind yeah. of make you feel a little bit better about it okay, because please. i don't all right i've been stone cold sober my entire life yeah. okay so i can't relate to that aspect of it however it just sounds like part of getting older because yeah. uh, uh, so here's the story so one day a few years ago um and, and a little backstory like every movie that i've ever seen i've cataloged since i was uh i don't know 13 14 15 whenever i decided it might be an interesting project right Mm -hmm. so going back and looking through source books like you know movie guides and and everything like that and writing down going combing through it and saying oh yes i've seen that yes i've seen that everything so i have this list of thousands of movies that i've seen so and with with ratings like a like a Meltzer thing like oh i gave it this many stars or whatever right so so i have that just as a, a fun hobby i've had since i was a teenager so you know you see a lot of movies doing you know over the right. years and a few years ago i was like you know a movie i would never seen after all this time the crying game you remember the crying game a movie that was popular like 30 years ago because it had a you know well sure. you know i'm not going to spoil it if you haven't if you have if you're those <laughs> somehow don't know the twist even if you haven't seen it but everybody that knows what the twist shocker. is yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah. right that now it's just shocker, 2020 now it's now, now it's tuesday <laughs> yeah so so but but just so that was the gimmick. So I watched this movie and I watch it. I'm like, huh? Huh? That's all right. You know, I give it, you know, whatever I gave it, whatever the rating was. So I was like, I I go back and I go into my list alphabetically and I go to put it there. What's already there that the crying game, what's the rating, the same rating. I gave it whenever I saw it. So I had watched this entire movie, wrote it down, gave Mm -hmm. it a rating based on my opinion of it and that had somehow just gotten deleted from my brain i had no memory of watching it other than you know the twist that everybody Mm. knows but it just some and and that's that's been true of my movie list sometimes i'll go back and i'll look at it and i'll look at a title on there and i'll be like what the fuck movie is that and why did i like it you know like i don't i don't even remember it i remember having watched it but the the catalog doesn't lie i mean i i don't write it down if i haven't watched it so So i mean it just happens where your brain will just be like okay out of here and clean something out just like you're just like you're cleaning out your desk or you know taking out the taking out the trash or whatever and it can very easily happen, but it, does it really go anywhere? Can it go anywhere? Or do you just keep it even, or do you just, you didn't take out the trash. You just shoved the trash further back into the back of the closet. And then it takes something like, you know, a psychedelic drug to be like, oh yes, there is this bag of trash in here.
1: yeah 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 and my man uh charles hammer evans uh getting esoteric with it this morning saying uh uh <laughs> we have a third eye for a reason and it was strange that when i put my hands on my third eye that i would start having these visions while i was sending my energy down instead of up it just t- everything went dark and black and gray and dude just to be just to write down those things and and see i mean this is what i'm saying by and mor- morphing in my mind and to write down like that ship so hopefully it comes up here <laughs> here is that ship uh let's see as we stall out here great yeah it's a- <laughs> yeah the, right, vi- right they're here running here the video I is choking your internet <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you can see the ship that like in mm-hmm. the lower right corner and dark black ships leaving earth, blue light burst. Now I wrote the, that down 40 minutes before I ever got to this point and I'm just sitting mm-hmm. there half fast freaking out. And I agree that it, is it something that was just simple and, and, you know, in my subconscious that I had seen it, but there were so many different points where I think I would have remembered something had I played this game, looked through, and it's not really even, it's above where my gameplay ever was in 2014. So to see these things just, and and discover them just based on a couple word searches to send me that way had me really, really confounded yesterday of what is reality? <laughs> Are we in the matrix? <laughs> what is, is this just being fed to me? You know what I mean? It, it's a, it was a strange trip, but here's what, here's why I did it at really at the end of the day, because um, when it comes to psilocybin, it, it really can set you in a right way for two weeks of, to, to a month of letting go of anger and emotion and toxicity and things like that. And I really wanted to have that because the week before With all the cannabis stress, I was on a fucking not where I needed to go. Usually, I can tune my psychopath game in, but it was getting the best of me of what I needed to let go of some anger. And I really do feel, uh, you know, recharged and alleviated, but I wasn't expecting to have that experience. (laughs) So it definitely uh, was a strange day yesterday, but I feel after a great performance this weekend, or as that will tell me off air and not so great performance, uh, <laughs> that, uh, I? yeah, you know, that, uh, and not being in too much pain and hanging with HMG soldiers like Frank and his family and, uh, you know, getting to, to roll my tag partner and, and seeing people really feel creatively fulfilled. I, I feel renewed. Like I knew I would, you know what I mean? But, uh, Boy, what a what a strange journey that was, especially with everything that's already going on in my conspiracy mind, because in Peru, there's (laughs) alien footage that was released this weekend and all kinds of crazy shit going on. So I figured all that was in my purview anyway, but uh, somehow it got mixed into the Kool-Aid yesterday. But I do feel like I let go of some of that stress. So that's exactly what I was trying to do, man. That's the important thing. And if you guys want to get the best in war games, go over and sign up for Warframe right now. New sponsor of H. Free to play. (laughs) Completely free to to play. Get on it right now for
0: all your favorite systems.
1: So I hope that wasn't too long of a a way around, but I wanted to clue you in on some strange stuff that happened yesterday. No, it's cool. I think
0: uh everybody's interested to hear about that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
1: I mean, it don't happen that often. That's for Especially the Warframe fans. They're like, "Yes, yeah, I feel dude. seen." Yeah. And dude, I went into a couple of their forums. There's some serious like canon and lore and backstory like right. lifetime players of this this game. So, when I see that, I'm like, "Is the game <laughs> Yeah, time to play the game. Uh, is it Made by the government is it to have you know to get people used to biometric alien invasion in the upcoming war of what what is going to be? But when I was writing, man, it was just it felt flowing through me. Now again, you're half in the bag on Shrooms, so you can't really judge what the fuck you know reality is at that point. But I didn't find anything for the name Aristma. A lot of it was my group mind and in aura and consciousness training kicking in, so I knew that was already in me. But uh, very interesting. Look forward to to speaking to my brother about it and uh, and other and Vince and Stevie and and a wide variety of others because it was uh, quite a consciousness happening. But then to go, <laughs> you know what I really felt like? <laughs> Drink hmm. your hmm. Ovaltine. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> A crummy <laughs> commercial. A crummy commercial. Oh yes. shit! <laughs> like that's like that was exactly what I felt like was Ralphie with the fucking decoder pin. You took some shrooms to get enlightened, and you only got fucking commercialized too by a fucking video game. That's what <laughs> that's what made me laugh about the whole mission thing. complete. Yeah. So, uh, nice. but yeah, man, not a lot of, uh, pro wrestling this weekend as far as premium live events aside from immortal. So after the big one the week before, uh, but, uh, hot news kind of coming out of collision that, uh, I don't know if you okay. got a chance to watch that or, or check it out, but we'll get to the hottest dude okay. report of the week in wrestling here in a second.
0: Okay. I'm, I i did not watch the main event yet. Uh, but, uh, I don't know if it had anything to do with that or anything
1: else. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what the main was uh, or not. It was, like six, it,
0: it, it was like trios trios for the
1: House of Black versus House of Punk. Gotcha, gotcha. And I know he cut a promo at the end where he was half rib, And I listened to Silent Monster's take on it. But we still okay. don't have the match that we should. Like, the match should be for Wembley, obviously, Kenny, and, and possibly the Bucks versus FTR mm-hmm. and Punk. Instead, we're getting some stupid rehash of... Uh, punk and uh, Samoa Joe because we got to pay respect to the dead brand of ROH because those matches were so important that nobody can fucking miss them and we got to get our own shit in to yeah. mark out for ourselves. Um, instead of doing the work shoot that should be done to pay off what happened at Brawl for All, so or Brawl Out, so uh, we're we're missing that way, but then I had heard on the sheets, uh, or read on the sheets that uh, A guy, an OVW brother and a younger brother of a dude we know pretty well, Ryan Nemeth, uh, showed up to the show, was called in to have a match, and then got sent home because uh, Punk wanted it that way. And it was probably about three to four weeks ago, maybe even a little longer, that the Inside Stooge report came out here exclusively at at HMG, and no other Mm -hmm. dirt sheet picked it up because they're fucking idiots who don't have an inside track no matter how much... They think they're over in the media scrum to make moments with their favorite stars marking out. We get the real talk here because we're the boys. And uh, word was that Punk was butthurt off of ne- uh, Ryan Nemeth putting out the smarmy tweet, softest guy in the ring or whatever, in the locker room in the ring when Punk came back and was caught in his promo, which is a very hmm, Nemeth thing to do where Ziggler, his older brother, is uh, quick with the wit too and, and would easily cut them down. And Ryan's a professional improviser too. And not that that's a hard line to do, but Ryan Nemeth isn't nearly as over in the pecking order as Punk is. And I guess Punk got in his face backstage and Ryan was like, well, easy. You want to go outside and just talk about this? And Punk's like, you want to step outside? <laughs> that's all you need to say to me. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I'm not sure Ryan's shoot wrestling acumen compared to his brother, but if it was Dolph, <laughs> Dolph would fucking knot up Punk in a matter of seconds to have him licking his own asshole, you sure. know? So maybe Ryan could have done it too, but Ryan also knows like, fuck, my spot could be fucked here, so I'm gonna stay small and leaves the locker room. And, and I don't think he gets defused. It's just like, yeah, fuck that guy, you know, big league and shit. So it doesn't matter where it is. Wherever Punk goes, he's going to cause these problems. They're going to big league guys that are under to fucking go. We're the most over with FTR doing his stooge report and doing politics on their podcast before they fucking cancel it because it's just too much on our emotions. Don't you know? Um, and so this is more holdover from that fly Ryan in just to fucking send him home and know you're not welcome here on collision. Cause this is my show and I say what goes and I'll have my, whoever Stooge Carano is over there now have a coach tell him you're not needed after we flew you in the whole fucking way. Cause Tony wanted you, but I'm going to big league. So here we are with a half-assed dirt sheet story telling that side of it, but knowing nothing about what the fuck happened in the locker room uh, prior four or five weeks ago with that tweet. So um, you guys are getting it here first live Ben Humming, YouTube channel, twitch.tv slash Humming media. So super sticker it up, you son of a bitches. (laughs) Uh, But uh, you know, that's why the sheets are the sheets and run by fans and not the boys, but the saga continues. This behavior will not change until it comes corrected. And, let somebody else go softest guy in the room that punk wouldn't dare walk up to a rusev and go you want to fucking go <laughs> you know no, like but... it, it just is funny how it doesn't go down that way
0: no but i, I guess there, there's a lot of information missing even with the inside track that we have sure. because some of the stuff just doesn't add up uh like we're saying you know using the phraseology of causing these problems well who tweeted what why i i don't know i don't know why ryan nemeth would feel the need to even like what do you do you think you're getting over with that do you, you of all people should not be tell. you should be saying look you're not going to get over on social media like that that's not what social media is for um that's not going to get you anything but uh you know uh a little extra stress in your daily life
1: is that coming not going to help you it's very slight percentage chance very slight but is that with the brother connection is that the mole the fucking tear down from the inside so if you get fired fuck it you come back over to wwe because i've heard <laughs> well, and well am
0: i my brother's keeper too because <laughs> yeah, i don't I- understand you know that that's not that's not any excuse for your own behavior even if you know, somebody tell we 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 tend to get very conspiratorial on some of these things where we get one little uh one little inch and we run a mile with it um on some of this thing. But I've but, seen
1: I've seen Dolph do that where we're watching monitors and he starts to rib on how right. rotten shit is. So is Orton seen him do it too. Of like, mm-hmm. holy fuck. Like, so right. I think that's just in the nature of the family of the beast to be like it's funny wrestling this guy thinks he's the worst sure walk him. i'll tear him down a peg
0: sure that it's, it's in the nature but is it right for one orton's a made guy no. Dolph is Dolph is uh i mean he's rich um but he's also a healthy scratch every week when he could be doing something so like he's you know ribs on them but still like we're not seeing Dolph. so whatever um that's kind of that's kind of the thing ryan nemeth is in a totally different position unless Dolph's paying all his fucking bills then he needs to worry about his professional career how far he wants to go with it and even if you didn't care and you want to quit wrestling tomorrow and go be an actor or whatever uh you still that tweet still got you nothing so you know if you have if you really do have something to say then yeah say it to him and step outside and talk about it i mean that it's uh, you know take take even just taking the personalities out of it we know these people on a personal level to whatever degree we know them but just just say somebody told you the same story about two wrestlers that did a thing and uh, you would say you would tell the guy that tweeted to shut the fuck up and shut the fuck up because you're not over that's what you'd tell them but so it, it's it's that's now here's something that's interesting that i haven't seen a lot of dirt sheets pick up on because and regarding punk and collision and everything like that um because we were speculating uh before the debut of collision that they created this show entirely just because of cm punk or as a solution to a problem perhaps there was some programming requested and they thought, well, this would be a good way to kill two birds with one stone. We can give them a two hour show and we can get punk away from everybody. So listening to Grill and JR the other day and Conrad and JR talking about collision because JR has been back on collision the last couple of weeks to call the main events and everything like that. And I don't know if JR had meant to do it or if, it didn't matter or whatever but he kind of let a cat out of the bag when he just said on the podcast in casual conversation with conrad yeah i think uh, tony and punk put together a hell of a roster or whatever he said (sighs) which means that yeah there are guys that are curated by you know punk as far as like okay who i want on my team because i get to pick a team so i don't think punk would have an issue with miro telling him anything because he probably was like hey give me that guy And a lot of the other guys that are on there and if you watch collision compared to dynamite then you'll see that uh you'll 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 be thinking as you watch the show well geez a lot of these guys seem to kind of half-ass know what they're doing as compared to over here where a lot of guys are just wasting valuable television time so there may be something to all that and that may have confirmed it without you know meaning to or or maybe jr didn't think it was a secret to begin with so he just said it we'll never know but uh i find that to be quite interesting in terms of like how that show plays
1: out makes a lot more sense with that information confirmed sure and that's those are excellent points all the way around here's from what i've seen not not like we're best bros and hung out but (laughs) he's gonna do what he does and Mm -hmm. you might surround yourself with a new cobra kai but this guy is all about burning bridges with friends and family when i worked chicago even it's Indies. It was all the dudes that were his best buddies that came up through the Indies. He shit on every one of them and fucking left them all holding the bag and 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 burned bridges the hard way with them. Like four or five of the dudes that helped bring me out there. Then uh, we got Cobra Kai at OVW. I mean, uh, and Cole Caban is his best friend. Not no more, right? And I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I have relationships like right. that in my life, too. Um, and I don't know where Cliff Compton is or where they sit his friends or anything like that, but those that was the unbreakable badass of veterans who were over because he was on ECW or whatever the fuck at the time. And um and that goes to shit. <laughs> then you come here and pull the same shit with the Bucks to cause a problem, because don't you know we always gotta have drama. Then you get your own show and a guy fucking They know that. I think this is why I'm like, here's the conspiracy, because you know he's going to fucking go off. So poke the bear, let him go off and try and do something to bring him bad press, and he'll hang his own self. Now, I wouldn't do it if I was Nemeth, like you said, of – options of being over however you can go by both ryan emmett's books heels i believe and uh how to pick up girls in 20 minutes or something (laughs) on those lines and check out his uh, independent movie heels as well so um you know the the fact of of what he's doing might not be best to get him on camera but you know it also doesn't play the game out the right way of silent heat like bring you in to send you home that's going to hit the sheets. It's going to get leaked as opposed to really fucking with his mind long-term. So there's a lot of twists and turns, but I, I think no matter what happens, if you make your own roster and you surround yourself with a new Cobra Kai, give it five years from now. I'd say your best friends, FTR or whatever, they won't be best friends anymore based on the patterns of behavior I've seen this guy have over the past 20 years and how he deals with his own insecurities and having to surround himself with people who claim to be his friend, but just really want the money rub because they're all worker in the mafia scumbags like we all are anyway. And that, that fickleness will eventually overflow and everyone goes their separate ways. And now we've got new beef and this guy's an asshole and this guy does that. And you got a bank account with your mom or whatever the fuck, you know, <laughs> like Mindy's muffins, uh, 5,000. So interesting that way. And I'll be, uh, keeping my ear to the underground to get any new stooge report in the fall out of that. Cause I'm sure there will be uh, towing back and forth, but if I was going to do it now, I'd be the bucks and, and the other guys and I'd fucking probably have Nemeth go over on uh, Orange Cassidy out of nowhere or something like that for the title, right? Just to have uh, people back over, so... Um, you know, that's, um, everything's fine. More women's divisions, never been better. Top guys, they're leaders. Everybody respects them and how they operate. Everything's good going into Wembley. We've got all our main events set up that no one really cares about because we're not playing any into any of the work shoot stuff that would actually be entertaining. So, yeah. Right yeah a
0: man pretty
1: interesting stuff over there
0: i would i would leave you with this you know for anybody that's you know this is all new to no matter how long you've been a wrestling fan this this climate of wrestling news is new to all of us uh but there's nothing new being reported you want to talk about pettiness selfishness all this stuff hey try every wrestling locker room ever for a hundred years you know, yeah. it just seems new because we have so many stooges reporting on it. But this is like this is kid stuff compared to stuff that used to happen.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. you, want, you want you want you want to talk about you want to talk about heat or whatever? We don't have Bruiser Brody today. You know, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. This, this this a couple a co- a cut. Co- you know, like like a couple people barging into your your dressing room and getting punched really ain't shit no and more people probably do need to get punched to be honest with you to get their shit together but i do Uh, like how they can i do like how they can shoot a short independent film about nick wayne getting halfway murdered by a couple of guys and show that on tv but we can't even say cm punk's name for nine months
1: (laughs) and then the next week we have no follow-up after doing a murder it's just guys standing in a ring saying stupid tropes until darby runs in like you had them. You lost them. <laughs> you didn't follow up anyway the right way. You know they they just can't string two weeks together.
0: I would love to. I would love to go to one of those scrums and just be like a you know ask Tony like the question of the, just the kayfabe questions. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, and how are you and how are you going to discipline uh the mogul affiliates for you know the
1: breaking and entering the assault the yeah. you know like Which uh, talents uh, w- that do you regret signing the most that had no uh, return value <laughs> <laughs> No that's a shoot question don't yeah, ask that that's <laughs> a, that's a- um, but also Backstage news regarding CM Punk's Comments about Adam Page on collision uh, According to Meltzer Seltzer So this, take that is this means nothing um, But the Punks and the Young Bucks reportedly had an agreement not to say anything Negative pub, public about each other But that doesn't include Page uh, Punk said Page was actually sent to Greensboro Last night to do a pre-tape interview backstage For Wednesday's Dynamite show And when he got there he was told that they would have to Do away with it from the Coliseum and not go to sh- not go to the show, he wasn't booked to comp- uh, appear on Collision itself. Uh, there's internet speculation that Hangman was right, fan sign, set off punk. This is, and I don't doubt that, these are how fragile this guy can't not sell when the stooge report gets back to him. He's got to get some clap back or he's got to cut something in a promo that, you know, isn't going to pay off. He's just going to get his shit in and try and get away with it. And then if you were to dare say anything back to him, you want to go outside? I run this fucking show. Da, da, da. <laughs> you, you better be careful who you ask that question to, <laughs> because if you really wanted to get over and he was big league in somebody like that, be like, let's fucking go, bro. Let's go. You want Mickey Ward part fucking three? Uh, roll tape. Roll that beautiful bean footage. And when it hits my fucking Instagram with me piss pounding you outside, whoever that is on the roster (laughs) could go from zero to hero as an instant star, you know? And then the lawsuits come and then you sign an NDA and Tony gives you $10 million to shut the fuck up. So you could go from no TV beating the dude's ass. And because they don't want the embarrassment, you could walk out with fucking 10 large.
0: Good. (laughs) <laughs> well, you can uh, give
1: give the uh, you know give the people all your booking information
0: in case you need Ben for a shoot fight anytime. He's ready.
1: <laughs> I only got a couple left in me, so uh, what take out Body Shepherd and Punk all in the same night. I think I could do it. To be honest with you: the first two, yeah. By the time I get the third, might be tricky, but we'll see. Um, da-da-da-da-da. there's the nemesis, softest man alive. Shit. Okay uh aew called up by wwe hall of famer for putting mjf on all in zeros uh, zero hours pre-show uh bischoff commented on he says i saw the clip of mjf promo and i think the world mjf i think he's the most important talent on that show and i think that he's the most important part of their future he's without question the most entertaining i don't care if anybody i don't care about anyone else's opinion if you think differently than me then you're not thinking at all uh, you're reacting emotionally because you're a fanboy. Listen, MJF's the most valuable man on the roster and put him in the pregame show? That's the silliest damn thing I've ever heard. Whoever came up with that idea should be beat, inflict some discomfort, if you will. Uh, Don't let them communicate for at least a month. I agree with Bischoff fully here to see Adam Cole a... Do a no but why when he should have yes ended the promo game, the promo battle and sucked all the fucking energy out of the scene. Instantly I go, okay, we're at amateur hour. This guy doesn't know anything about acting, improvisation, or how to forward a scene. And then instead of going no to the entertaining part he marks out for his ROH career 8 years prior and recounts all these stupid things that were probably on pay-per-view that dropped the signal and nobody ever saw anyway uh to fucking want the ROH titles against Aussie Open on the pre-show when he's in the they set up the main event last week to mark out to get those A, that's as stupid as you can fucking be to take yourself from being a main eventer and put yourself on the pre-show and work twice in one night. Because the possibility of you getting hurt anytime is always high. And why would you even risk the main event to get yourselves over as tag titles? Because that would be even better. The tag champions have to face each other for the world title. Like all these little scenarios they think of that are bumping it up. When the reality is they they just lowered the stock price of of that guy infinitely by doing that is the stupidest choice I think I've ever heard as well. And whoever suggested it doesn't really know how to protect a uh, business or a talent's level of interest by doing that.
0: Um, It could be a slight uh, overreaction by parties that are opposed to this only because I don't know what the, um, I don't know what the reasoning for the true reasoning for it is. Uh, all the stuff you laid out was the creative You know, I know that Ben was phrasing it in the form of these guys came up with it all themselves on the spot, but this isn't real life. This was laid out for them to say and do why it was. I'm not sure where you can where you can do it is if you get people to tune in to watch Zero Hour to hopefully hook them for the international buys and domestic buys that you want uh that's the reason why you're doing it because everybody's seems to forget that this is going to be like pay-per-view is an um, extremely important part of AEW's business model they're doing traditional pay-per-view as of right now wwe's not they are they got the peacock deal and when that uh when that expires, then they will have to revisit that, you know, and see what Endeavor is going to want to do. And it probably will go back to traditional. So enjoy it while you get it. But mm-hmm. for AEW, they're counting on people to spend $50, $60, 70 whatever it is. And the next week with,
1: they got another one the following week,
0: all in, all they out. Got, they got the that. New 50 so fifty and fifty, right? So the whole reason that you have pre-shows in the first place is to give those. It's like it's like virtual walk-up. You maybe watch that because it's free, and then you're like. Mm. I don't know if I want to buy it and then if you see something cool and they, you see a couple packages that get you interested then you're like oh I think this would be worth it I mean that is the traditional uh model that is the hope if you see these guys on the they have a match schedule for a ring of honor tag team titles you could do anything you want in that match because you've got a chance to run an angle for your main event of the show later. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, we're just going to go do a full balls to the wall tag match. I'm afraid that's what they're going to do. But you don't have to do that. You just set up the angle in the pre show to get people to buy the full show so they can see the main event later. So if you're saying, hey, we just want these guys to work twice in one night, not a great idea. If you're trying to hook people and you really think that MJF is the biggest star in your company, the champion, and the most important part, and in the creative that you laid out, he's saying, I don't really want to do this at fucking all, but because it's you, my friend, I will go along with it.
1: That's the story they're telling okay now That's it the makes stupidest thing because i have my my tag partner was going hey uh if blaze goes we're in the we're in the you know tag title main event but you want to go work these uh under guys on the pre-show i go what are you fucking stupid well <laughs> yeah mean, in, you know, in a in happen. a
0: real sense in a real sense yes but in a professional wrestling sense this is like about 156 on the list of dumbest ideas that aew has so yeah. i'm not going to go there with that it's just that you're trying to set up people to purchase your show for cash money so that is why you put your star on there and then if they run an angle and don't do a full match then that's a good idea if they just do a full match here's the problem like you said risk of injury high and let me tell you something brother I don't want to get in the ring with Aussie Open. Those fucking guys are dangerous. They don't give a fuck about you or how they, to properly do a lot i can imagine them. i can imagine calling a match with them in the back and then being say, oh yes and then we'll hit you with the top rope double power bomb and then we'll get you with the suit you know like though, if you've ever seen those guys matches they're not even a tag team they're just two guys that run single spots repeatedly and right. bury the referee in every match they do and everything they do looks like it fucking hurts and they hurt themselves mark davis just coming back from a fucking injury where he fucking hurt himself being stupid so this is these are not the guys so like i said if they run an angle somehow like where mjf maybe leaves adam cole at the altar you know and 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 they hit a quick finish on him and then it's like oh shit now now you got some intrigue so they got to do something like that that's my thing
1: but it's not it's not like mjf going bro i got us a warm-up match so we'll be good and ready to tear the house down this is adam cole going i want those titles so i would let him fucking beat the shit out of adam cole and mjf's like hey buddy i want to tag oh too bad yep. they hit you that's enough. a good
0: that's a good you idea know. so many things you can do to make right. it interesting but i don't think just setting it up
1: i don't think booking it is bad i don't it, think so it, i don't know it, it seemed like the dumbest thing ever and especially when they mjf was like setting up the promo battle and and like you said it's it's all engineered beforehand, but just to see somebody who doesn't even understand yes. And, and in the middle of the scene when they should have said yes. And the most to heighten and explore, mm-hmm. they go, no, but why your idea sucks. My idea is better. Now we're going this way. Stop the flow of this promo completely. I'm going, fuck. Well, I always said that I always said, that, hour, bro. I always,
0: I sa- I always said that Adam Cole only had the one thing. And I think he's overrated at that. So of course he's not going to be able to improvise a good promo, but but yeah, that and, and just for the record, that and the dodgeball thing from last week are the worst things I've ever seen MJF involved in. And that includes the dinner debonair with Jericho oh and my. even the previous stuff from uh, him and Adam Cole. That this is Adam absolutely tanking. This is tanking MJF completely, this whole thing.
1: I agree. Uh it's it's not what it should be unless the heel turn in the middle of the match to back to Satan is very really
0: still strong. not going to help. It's not going to help. He still did all this and it's out there. You know like the fact that the fact that you filmed uh, a shitty like sketch comedy thing with kids with kids playing dodgeball is out there now. It doesn't matter what you do now. It's out there. It, people saw it. It happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, former WWE star fires back at wrestling fan for publicly body shaming AEW. Soraya uh, was put she she was shamed by a wrestling fan on uh, Twitter X for being fat. What and former WWE star Summer Rae issued a response. She said, the fact that you feel that it's okay to comment on a woman's body or anybody's body is simply mind-blowing. Makes me think you are 100% trolling to go viral when Soraya responds because there's no way your brain thinks that it's it's okay, right? Sitting at your keyboard like, oh, this is what I'm going to do this fine Friday night. Be a complete asshole to someone I've never met and make them feel like shit. That'll fill my empty soul and make me feel good about myself. Yep. Let me hit send god bless your parents <laughs> wow summer ray summer's over the fucking scorched earth on him i love that backhanded uh, stuff and she was uh absolute pleasure to have uh with Fondango at uh <clears throat> at, at immortal man and uh, i like that from sis and i mean i can say plenty of things about baby gal should or shouldn't be in the ring because of neck injuries and stuff like that but I don't think I've looked at Saraya and go, boy, she's a she's a heifer. <laughs> she's got midriff showing and gimmicks out and every other goddamn thing, tight-ass leather pants on. Uh, so I don't know how that person likes her. Life. I only date uh, anorexic skeletons. Uh, no muscle tone for me. Uh, obviously, nobody's going to doubt that Soraya's, uh, you know, a hot topic's hottie, so that's weird. Um, but I do like Summer Rae's fucking – backhanded uh cut your legs off from under there was that left no room for anybody to come back on you know uh and somebody else who i'll put over is looking incredible man um uh, Jax, Jax, you know fucking hey dude uh japanese uh posting another picture she's been working hard staying consistent on the diet and you know really getting back to that model level that she was before wwe and and healthy and you know again it, with the samoan heritage sometimes you see once the metabolism starts to slow down it's t- it seems tougher for for them to to take the weight off you know and she's probably been working two three times as hard as as uh, anybody else to make sure that her metabolism stays firing on all cylinders and I'm not sure how much she's down, but it wasn't like a big post picture. It was just a selfie, and uh, she looked good, man. Uh, I, I think Sis is mm-hmm. busting her ass, and that it'd be inevitable that she's back to WWE. You'd be crazy not to, and I think they're missing out unless they're really taping this on the transformation and rebirth and inspiration of Nia Jax, whether it's a Biggest Loser type uh, you know, uh, story that they put together. I hope she's chronicling this to use – in her comeback because that's going to make her a huge baby face, especially if there's a lot of fans at home who are sedentary eating a bunch of high fructose corn syrup, syrup shit and fucking want to take the weight off. Naya did it. So can I, and she could have that message of inspiration, uh, to, to do that. And, um, people would relate to her. Absolutely. in fat ass America. There's no doubt about it. So, um, but you know, her face, you know, stunning as well, too. So I'm happy for her and I, I hope she keeps going before they bring her back to even lose to whatever her goal weight is. And uh, and already people, if they marched her out next week compared to how it was at Royal Rumble, people will be like, Wow, she fucking is working working her ass off, literally. So uh <laughs> you know, the body shaming stuff continues, but I think the the pot we can go positive with it as well. I know Taya after that shitter match with Britt Baker, uh, you know, kind of had a response of like people like, she looks like a man, she got fat da, 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 da from the, from the trolls. And, you know, women, uh, respond to compliments, usually not, uh, not insults as the motivation, but at the same time, we also as performers need to go. Ah, they're hitting me up because my match was the shits Then I need to do something better. (laughs) Nobody who ever responds to these things after a bad match, it's always something I'm the victim and how dare you shame me as a woman as opposed to going, I get it. The match wasn't good. You guys didn't like it. (laughs) Neither did I. Well, we'll do better next time. They never take onus for that part. It always turns into some uh, victim of uh, women's rights issues.
0: Well, I wish uh, Lena. Lena, her name, Lena. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Lena, uh, uh, Lena.
0: Some some, Lena something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I wish her, I wish her all the best. I think
1: it's, uh, Lena. (laughs) Japanese. I think that's what that's
0: it. I know. I knew it when I heard it. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I wish, I wish her all the best in her health journey. You know, like, I'm always an advocate for everybody being as healthy as they possibly can. Um, and so I, I, you know, for her sake, um, you know, I want to see her continue on this path. However, for everybody else's health and safety, I hope she stays the fuck out of professional wrestling.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I'm sure Lana would, uh, agree with that, but, uh, I, perhaps, I think there's perhaps she could be a manager
0: there. of some kind, as long as she doesn't touch anyone.
1: I, you know, if she's working and she can, she can, do what she needs to do she could come back as the cane for Rhea Ripley I think you know what I mean but she's going to be so pretty uh, not that she wasn't i would say pretty before but uh, you know uh, going from obese to, to where she is you got to be over as a baby face like that's how you yeah. got to bring her back you know right not, she's not but they'll probably try and make her the big Van Vader <laughs> get, get me sexy Van Vader <laughs> medium Van Vader <laughs> yeah uh, or they bring her back and be like you're just too skinny we need you to put on 50 pounds right like <laughs> fuck with her head that way right and who's the oh you know they will you know they will yeah yeah um reported, you know, the reported uh, Bray Wyatt's getting closer to being cleared from a return for WWE TV as of late. From, this is from FIFO Select. Of late, we've confirmed that Wyatt isn't actively cleared, but we've spoken to those claiming that he's getting closer and that there have been some creative ideas presented. One source indicated some ideas were even mentioned for September. However, that won't mean anything. If he doesn't get that clearance, uh, I'd wait till Halloween. If you're going to fucking have September, why not bring him back on Halloween? Uh, Wyatt's illness has not been disclosed, and WWE has been taking extra precautions to make sure his long-term health is taken care of sab did tweet the following after today's update to explain that feifle that the illness that bray is actively recovering from was both career and life threatening um you know they're saying it without saying it uh rumor mill is that it was some form of cancer uh that could be just rumor mill or not but when it's like we can't say but we're gonna say this instead you know and uh regardless if it's life-threatening cancer or not, that's serious biz, Briz, and to be like, ah, oh, he'll be back by September. <laughs> his chemo ends at the end of uh, August. Uh, we expect to have him back by 9-11. It'll be a good time for everybody. Uh, no, man, I, I hope that uh, he's he's doing what he needs to do to take care of his health. And, uh, you know, obviously top guys here in cancer with Roman and leukemia and, and all that shit, it can strike anybody and everybody's families, uh, you know, suffered from it uh, one way or another. Absolutely. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, that's far more important for him and his family, for him to live, obviously than any stupid fucking wrestling creative character. But, uh, I hope they don't come back with the Uncle Howdy stuff. I mean, I don't even know really how you do it. I've heard talks of a return to the Wyatt family, you know what I mean, to try and do it that way. But uh, uh, without Brody Lee or, or anything along those lines, it's interesting. But the, the Uncle Howdy stuff was Dead in the water before he even fucking left TV. It was just a huge pile of shit. What they were trying to do by bringing in the Hollywood horror writer and then do it live in the arena as opposed to doing it all pre taped and uh, making movies, pal. Like it just fell flat on its face. It looked like some s- dumb Cirque du Soleil shit that nobody gave a fuck about. No one's going to go, Ooh, the spookies are here in the arena. The ghosts are here. The, the, like, it just is also not believable. You're not protecting your talent or the creative when you do that stuff of like a door open and there's a ton of flood like coming through. That means it's a gate to a new portal at the entrance of the top of rock. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Or It's uh, oh, it's not for Spectrum, that's for sure. Uh, no, <laughs> but go ahead, Matt. Uh, what are you thinking about this, man?
0: well the like you said the creative is so bad i don't know if he had cancer or whatever but watching it back could give anybody cancer i think it was cancer it's certainly a metaphorical cancer for his you know his his big comeback because you know even though people people are going to be into anything to a certain degree like they're going like Like we're seeing people get involved with Seth Rollins singing or Dominic booing or whatever. None of that shit is really, really real, but it's, it's close enough. It's as close as they can hope because it's something that's, that's audio and visual for television that we can see and so yeah with bray wyatt having the big entrance and stuff like that and the people holding their phones up that is their version of singing seth Rollins' theme song or booing dominic or whatever so you yeah. get that you can have a little bit of both if you wanted to do this you could have the little you know the pre tape teaser that he's going to be there and you can do a spooky thing with that. And then he gets to be in the arena and everybody gets to share the room with him. So you get best Mm -hmm. of both worlds that way. It's just everything they do in terms of writing the stuff, producing the stuff, like no matter how, good they may get certain technical aspects of it it just comes off as corny ultimately especially if you've seen this stuff done well you know it's always going to come off as like the generic store brand version of whatever your favorite horror movie is which horror as a genre in film is looked down upon as like cheap easy You know, uh, there's a reason that there's so many insidious movies and and conjuring movies and stuff, because it really doesn't take a lot of budget, but people will flock to go see them to get scared.
1: Did you You have any? uh, Sorry, just while it's in my mind, I'll throw it right back to you. that The input, because of the horror movies, it's not my bag either. But how Mm -hmm. about that one sequence that EST and somebody else took from a horror movie, like a fight sequence? Did you see that where they broke it down? Like, they legit... Step for step, duck one, come back, you hit this. It was right out of these some horror movie where these two women are fighting in the fucking in uh in an apartment and they did it in the ring as well, which means they're both sitting in the Florida bubble, marking out for this little sequence and going, We'll get our shit in and nobody'll ever know, but then we'll leak it to the sheets and they can do it side by side. And they're in their they're in their fucking condo walking through it the same fucking shit while watching it while it's on TV. I mean, good artists create, great artists (laughs) steal and make it their own, but that's not making it your own. That's just marking out and
0: redoing A new take on apartment wrestling, you say. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: So, well, wait, when when did they do it in the match? What match was it?
1: Somebody's going to have to check me. Was it SummerSlam? No, it was a little while ago, like in the last – Five to six months this happened. Uh, I, uh, yeah, it was I from know. Scary Movie, I think. That's what Lab Rat's saying. I don't know. I don't watch those. I just saw the clip of like somebody did a side by side on Twitter and it's verbatim, step by step. And I can just see them in the little Florida bubble going, This is what we're going to do. It'll, it'll pop us in the. You know
0: yeah well what we don't need more of in wrestling is choreo so I would just say that um, they could probably just leave that shit on the cutting room floor so to speak but yeah anyway as far as Bray Wyatt goes you know again same thing I'll say about same thing I'll say about Anaya is uh, you know I, I want him to be as healthy as possible I don't wish anything ill on him but uh, you know I, everything he's done since he's been back has been terrible I think objectively terrible but um certainly subject you know subjectively to me it's terrible and you know i've never really liked anything he's done since day one as far as that kind of creative is concerned so um i won't miss him if he never comes back but i understand i'm in the minority of that and i would just focus on ways to best utilize uh the idea of the character you know maybe there is some way to kind of, um, you know, ca- kind of make it, you, you got to make it real, you know, especially if with with the proliferation of sports in general, like, pe- you know, people love football, they love basketball, baseball, you know, UFC is pretty big compared to how it was, you know, when it first started. Um, people are get really hyped for these fights. And I think if wrestling's going to continue to evolve they have to sort of match that level of presentation where even though we know it's not what you know it's it's not on the up and up but you still have to have people questioning things and when you got a supernatural hillbilly out there doing magic tricks it's like okay well we know this is fake for sure we don't ever want people to feel like that that's not our goal as the magicians we're supposed to have people wondering how they did the trick or if it was even a trick or are these guys really sorcerers you shouldn't be like well this is fake that that's not what we want so there's got to be a way to preserve the presentation but integrate it in a, a more
1: grounded way uh, I like that. Absolutely. That I'm not, I was just spitballing in my own mind of to protect him. How uh, everybody into Bray Wyatt, you know, like how do you, if he's got the can the cancer gimmick, whatever it is, how do we take <laughs> the essence of Bray much like uh Joker brand products? Right. <laughs> like, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden yeah. you, you get Smile-X. a little, bray. right, right. You get a little Bray on you and you become part of that or it's triggered by something Well, they, they did that uh, so it was called alexa bliss yeah right but <laughs> she was in the she was in the gimmick with him let's mm-hmm. say it's not that you join the wyatt family but he can have influence on you based on you ingest something, you smell a scent you don't even know, and then much like uh, mRNA vaccines with cobalt in them or anything else, right, that can be 5G resonant uh, or just the the spirit of Papa Shango, <laughs> you know, how can uh, an, an auditory cue that the audience knows do that and one of the people in the match become – zombified something along those lines under a spell, you know what I mean? Or puking up black shit or whatever it is, you know, or or go from a, a baby face into a vicious heel, you know what I mean? And they don't know why. And then they come to again and it was like they were under, you know, hypnosis of some type the whole time. And it's all Bray with a mind control type bit that way that'll keep him, out of the ring and everybody gets a little please go ahead you're, you're, I know this you're is this so. is
0: what this is what i love about hmg you know you yeah. have the uh you you listen to other shows and you get people just you know uh glad handing and agreeing with each other and then we you can come here to the monday locker room and you can hear me say i think we need this to be more grounded and ben going yeah but you know what what about all <laughs> this crazy <bullshit?"> so you <laughs> You know, we don't we don't have to think the same, but that's what makes no. it
1: interesting. right? No, I love what you're saying, too. Absolutely to that. I and mean, I'm just trying to protect the talent, get max value, incorporate as many players as possible, find the game, play the game out after it's established, how do we use that at the highest levels after the audience's condition? Because then you never know who might go into a Bray Wyatt trance. How did he get to them? How did something happen? I saw him just take a drink earlier. I thought it was innocuous, but the reality is now he's Santa Clarita diet and there's a fucking (laughs) bug inside of him. And now he has to eat people, right? Like, yeah, that's quite a switch for LA night to go.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll work we'll work cannibalism into LA night. Cause right. that's what his gimmick is missing. That'll, yeah. that'll get him where, and where is that on his calendar, his push calendar? Like, is that in month three where yeah. he starts eating the people
1: or Thanksgiving? The story uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, to be told. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I, I heard the boys in the locker room talking about it. The Marty Jannetty responds to claim that he's a murderer following Dark Side of the Ring episode premiere. uh made headlines when he claimed to have made a man disappear when he was 13 years old, but later said that his murder confession was the start of a storyline. Uh, Gennady's story was recapped on the 2023 dark side of the ring season four finale. After the episode premiere, Jenny wrote the following on his Facebook page. I want you to know I loves y'all. I, A lot of my friends are always saying to me, why are you so in love with your fans? They already bought a ticket, but to me, you're not fans. You're my people. So I'm asking you my people. What did you think of the show? dark side of the ring i've gotten three tv reality shows offer and one movie already but in order for it to be reality I need to know what you my extended family thought uh good and the bad loves you the fuck okay just uh need to understand how the fuck can you call me a murderer if i was 13 and the dude was trying to rape me and even then it wasn't intentional it's called getting this ninja off me uh so he didn't want to drop an end bomb so he said ninja strong uh, classic uh,
0: cl- classic juggalo move
1: yeah 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 um you know and plenty of other strange tweets about i think wanting to have sex with his daughter because she was so hot in the past like that's happened and whatnot so uh you know it that didn't we, end up
0: being his daughter
1: thankfully thankfully but was that was, an angle uh yeah that was a start of a storyline uh mm-hmm. s- strange you know uh personalities in in the island of misfit toys al snow puts marty over as probably one of the top five workers of all time uh uh, on russo brand actually Mm -hmm. in ring and better than sean and you know obviously al would probably know best (laughs) tagging with him uh so great great insight there however it doesn't mean that everything's uh working properly upstairs with stories of halcyon bombs and shitting in people's sandwiches and and all kinds of stuff like that of depravity uh that is perfect for the scumbag producers of dark side of the ring so Mm -hmm. um but uh the murder side of it at 13 and then to like go no i didn't it was just the start of a storyline and then to end with why was it murder i had to get him off of me he was trying to rape me it was self-defense okay that's all right, but the way you do it in a tweet is doesn't go. I'm not a murderer. It was self. Like, where's the body? I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know. You know, I well, what, and I don't really trust Dark Side of the Ring producers anyway because they're there to make salacious things to get people talking. That's what their style is. It's not really to tell the truth. Uh, you know, and they have people who are credible in the business giving testimony who have no connection to it, much like Lance Storm and the Vince Russo one with ba- yeah. Bash of the Beach. So um that just goes to show they're gonna get whoever they can get to say some shit. So I don't trust it. However, he's not saying he didn't kill a guy when he was 13, and we're not telling where the body's buried, and there's similar stuff with the Jimmy Snooker Dark Side of the Ring, and 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 you know. Vince knows where all this shit is. I doubt he knew about Marty at 13, but these things weigh heavy on a human being's soul, especially a traumatic incident like that with a 13 year old, where it goes from rape to possible murder and the guy's missing. And then you go, ah, just kidding. Cause you don't want a fucking cold case file on you because murder never fucking the statute of limitations don't run out on it. So you're going to admit it, but not admit it and good luck finding the body. Story might not be over here, pal. And I'm not saying that anybody's going to bat for a cold case that's 40, 50 years old about uh, molestation and murder. But <laughs> any, any fucking police officer who wants to get their name out there seems like an easy fucking thing to do right here, right?
0: Well, they thought about doing that when this stuff popped up a couple years ago before there was a Dark Side of the Ring episode. Because all this shit is just re <laughs> Like too much <laughs> he's, Marty's he's a, dark
1: side of the ring brought to you by warframe and the warframe <laughs> that's right free
0: now um i i just look we have th- we've just now had three stories in a row where i have to wish people all the best health in the world <laughs> like as as a personal like look i don't know marty Janetti. i've never met marty Janetti. i can't comment on marty Janetti. Uh, con- you know, um, convincingly or definitively, I can tell you that this is a very erratic pattern of behavior that's being presented to us in the forms of social media's interviews, documentaries, whatever. Um, and you know, these are people like you say al snow if you want to hear him talk about marty he's on you know lions tigers bears and head you know every friday on russo brand so if you want to hear what he had to say about it um then go for it um but uh, i just this seems like a guy that we know i mean i don't think it's out of line to say that he's had drug problems that should be well documented you know yeah and uh yeah so what i'm saying i'm saying for sure had can't can't speculate on today but we can make a educated guess and
1: you also have to the only problem was that he keeps running out of drugs and we got to get more that's that's the the
0: problem right (laughs) and then
1: this is that's
0: how the supposed rape started right Right. so um so uh yeah there's that Also, Marty Jannetty came from a time when we didn't know as much about concussions as we do now. And there was no documentation of how many concussions you got coming up through the business. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you combine, you know, severe head injuries over time with hard partying, and you're going to end up fried. And now anything that comes out of your mouth is like, it's, it's, I don't know, unadmissible, inadmissible, I guess, is is the way to look at it. So if you, some people find a lot of great entertainment in people like this, because they just want to hear what uh, they'll say next, what crazy thing they'll say next, or see what crazy thing they'll do next. For me personally, I think that is a form of brain poison in and of itself. And I try to Mm -hmm. steer clear of all that. Like I'll listen to it. But I don't get But that's because it comes across the table, not because I'm seeking it out. And I just don't feel like that's a positive. You know, you were talking earlier about your journey of trying to set yourself right, you know, and anybody that's trying to go and reset themselves and get a better mental health outlook. I would suggest doing away with things like reality television or wallowing in other people's celebrities, misery and things like mm. that. And just try to focus on some other more healthy things or people that have more positive and uplifting stories. Cause even if those positive uplifting stories are a work, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, uh, it's, it's for a better, it's for a better cause. So, yeah. um, yeah.
1: ah, wow, That's, that's an excellent insight that all the way around. I appreciate that. And, yeah uh I mean better uh living through pharmacology is what they they pump, but I guess it just takes a little mushroom to fucking let go of some stuff that you've been hanging on to uh but if you you sign up for your free trial of warframe yeah <laughs> um couple extra stories here uh Conan puts over that um in on our injury report too. That Vikingo is the most underutilized, uh, one of the most underutilized stars in AEW. They just got to get him in a storyline. His high flying is f- incredible and uh, the best in the business today. Just get him a manager and, you know, start putting him out there. Maybe Don Callis is the guy to be a mouthpiece for him uh, or Conan, depending on how, you know, much he wants to do on camera. But um, as busy as he is with uh, K100 and AAA, Um but a uh, sad follow up to that is uh, I don't know if you saw the footage after Triple Mania uh, this weekend uh, with a number of high profile matches on the card in the, car the semi main event. Uh, Elijo de Vikingo successfully defeated, excuse me, defended his AAA Mega Championship in a four way against Speedball, Mike Bailey, Daga, and Jack Cartwheel. I'm not sure who Jack Cartwheel is. Um, that, that's I got to learn. Uh, unfortunately, however, it appears that Vikingo collapsed backstage. Following his match, backstage footage has been shared on social media. The 26-year-old being loaded onto a stretcher by medical personnel. A translated caption noted that Vikingo was not feeling well after his match before collapsing to the floor. No other update on his health has been made as available of this writing. And somebody did do a a third-person taping of it, and it doesn't seem like it worked the way they stretchered him out, which if it is, it's serious, but I, I don't know why you would... Do that after having him go over just to collapse, you know? Um, and then everybody in the peanut gallery is like, is he vaccinated? Da, da, da. Or the fact of he's doing 630 flips and smacking the back of his head off the fucking edge of the ring apron probably has more to do it, you know what I mean? And just that insane luchador high flying kamikaze style at twenty-six years old and you're you're collapsing and falling out backstage. Uh, definitely feels like a, a concussion that was kfabed and all of a sudden your body's just shutting down from it you know what I mean so definitely wishing uh him uh, the best there because that situations like that so many can just fall out right there like I uh, forgive me it was the uh, the guy on the buffalo bills it was a Hamlin was that his last uh, name? I've- Uh, But like to fall out, they had to stretch him out and they cut away and like the guy's dead and then they bring him back. And after I think like six, seven minutes of being out and uh, that's a terrifying thing, not just for the people involved, the the whole locker room of like, fuck, that, that's how fast life can leave your body and be fleeting, you know. So uh, no real follow-up of where he is now, but obviously uh, I think if it was super serious of like – icu and he was you know on death's door we'd be hearing about it but uh that footage is pretty like sobering of the reality of that it's a work brother (laughs) when that adrenaline is thumping and you're in control of the crowd and you're on your power game and you're letting it all flow through you man and then when you come back down that adrenaline leaving you is enough Mm -hmm. for your body to go off switch (laughs) goodbye right like you don't uh, even feel how hurt you are no at the time nope not at all uh and and maybe i think that could be a big part of it too man uh my buddy hooch who passed away on july 4th uh you know 11 years ago uh the when he ran over to save his daughter that adrenaline was pumping so much and then when he came back and just sat down now he was a not the shape Vikingo is, which was not the high flyer Vikingo is. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, just sat down under a tree, half heart attack, passed away. They revived him, brought him back. He goes, where am I? What happened? Like, dude, you died for like two minutes. Oh, closes his eyes, dies again, and doesn't wake up. Like that's how fast things like that of a m- massive adrenaline uh, burst uh, to to your heart and and. and Mind can fucking just be done, you know what I mean? Just be done. Scott Woodford's got a point too, and he can do it. Uh, de- dehydration, you know, if you're definitely don't have a right to electrolytes flowing through you, your body will hit that off switch as well. So, hope everything works out with them and for for AAA. And if you probably not going to have the push going forward right now and, and shouldn't in in uh, AEW if this type of thing's happen. and you want to get right and get checked out for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll make it four stories in a row where we wish somebody would. To <laughs> That's what them. I'm saying, um,
1: man. Like, yeah, an AEW
0: can do without Vikingo for a while. They've got plenty of guys that have that, yeah. you know, that are the same basic – a presentation of a luchador that is you know trying to make a name for themselves so we'll just have to take one off the books for a little while until he's ready to come back and then you know go from there but uh hopefully everything's all right not really much to add there yeah couldn't, this couldn't our... possibly it could be a, a any of those things that you laid out could have been a cause could have been combinations of causes you know, we, we don't know. Still could yeah. been a work, although I don't see yeah, where the money Mexico, is in it.
1: In Mexico, it could be 111 degrees that day. Fucking, you know, heat yeah. stroke, any of that stuff. Um, our final story of the day, this is interesting because I know you're uh, one of our resident uh, New Japan experts. <laughs> that's right, Japanese in along with Michael Jargo. Uh, but Asuka says Stardom is an organization that was created to defeat me Uh, WWE star Asuka has hit out at Japanese women promotion stardom over a series of tweets where she stated that the promotion was created to defeat and destroy her. The WWE SmackDown star launched a scathing attack on stardom on Twitter, citing that a former editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Weekly has revealed in the past that the promotion disliked her. She said stardom, oh, of course, there's some stupid pop-up. Is an organization created to personally destroy me, but they failed to defeat me. I don't know what happened to them because after that because I came to America, said the w- former WWE women's champ. Uh, she sounded off that not just stardom, but also highlighted how the Japanese media was unfair towards her during her time in japan asuka says the japanese media tried to bring her down and she had to fight them all by herself uh she takes credit she uh, the japanese star, also credited the likes of triple H, charlotte flair and becky lynch for being by her side calling them her comrade in arms she's concluded that saying the attacks on her were made before she moved to the u.s and that stardom is now a different organization but she expressed concern for the two promo stars suori and uh, mina shirakawa Mm -hmm. um yeah man and i've been watching i'm a i'm a mark for uh the Kana chan channel because no matter how crazy and nobody's ready for asuka and baka and everything is she's so reserved so asmr and just wants to play her video games and eat delicious food uh that's oishi that means delicious in yes it does uh and uh, i enjoy that And now she's building this huge uh, three-story house for herself that's an arcade, and I'm just going to myself, like, I'm glad she's got it like that. I'm like she likes video games, but I think about Stevie's lessons of minimalism and, you know, the things you own end up owning you, and you work so hard for all these – you take all these bumps, and now you're going to spend it on a house and crazy video games. It's just a private thing for you to kind of – (laughs) <laughs> stay away from the public and, and play those all day. I mean, if that's what she's, uh, her life and gives her joy, then I'm not anybody to tell you what to do with your money after you took the bumps for it. But I fear for somebody spending that amount, who's doing all that. And then where's she going to be at 55, 60 years old, bro, trying to hawk those fucking video games to somebody and hopefully they'll buy them for 10% of what she paid on them, you know, or maybe not. When you could have been sitting on a nest egg that would have taken you, you know, and your family to the next level. Maybe she's got it like that, but uh, she's doing it in Japan back home. And if they hate you there, the Yakuza has got a fucking button on you. (laughs) I might not feel too comfortable, uh, you know, doing that. Or the fact that's why she needs to build a place that she can just stay inside all day and not have to go out and deal with anybody's bullshit.
0: Yeah, basically. Oh, there's a lot of things here. Um, for the first and foremost thing, <laughs> and from Stevie Richards, the analysis is never let the office know you're in debt or purchased anything. That's right. right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're right about she probably does have it like that. I think she's been raking it in for the past 10 years that she's Mm -hmm. been in WWE pretty much. She came in around, what, 2014, 2015 or so, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't look like she's been, as you can see from the Kana Chan uh, TV channel, she does not live an extravagant lifestyle it's a very modest lifestyle she's doing bargain shopping and her favorite you know asian markets and stuff so yeah. you know things like that so you sometimes see how much, she much she's goes not spending. all in
1: sometimes she goes all in but then a, a yeah. lot of times it's not well bad.
0: you got Especially to you got yeah. to to stay sane you know you got to yeah. have some fun you got to buy stuff you know we all do it um so so and you can uh, buy war <laughs> well you can't buy warframe but you can right. sign up for free and play for free and then you can buy There's your favorite characters and ships and everything else yeah um so, so, uh, the but the first and the most important thing we have to point out here is that these, you know, like I think Asuka speaks okay English. Every Japanese person speaks better English than you think they do, but it's still the reason they don't like to do it is because the same reason none of us like to do anything we're not good at because we don't want people to know how good we're not at things. So, sure. So, but nonetheless, this tweet that, that she put out, which of course I did see, um, looks like it was translated. Whether she used Google Translate to post it, uh, it does it not, the English is not like perfect one-to-one English. And it doesn't even look like broken English that someone that uses English as a second language would use. Uh, Because there are certain particles and pronouns and stuff that don't make sense in English. So I know she used either Google Translate, DeepL, or one of these other like translator programs to say what she wanted to say. But that would explain why some of the things may not make total sense in or out of context like stardom was created to defeat me first of all no one talks like that not even <laughs> japanese people i do but, like to
1: think about the yakuza around a table with a light shine we must defeat oscar <laughs> right yeah we must yeah, yeah that's a bunch so of 88 killers
0: right so i i don't know the entire history of stardom but i'm pretty sure they didn't just come out of nowhere just because they were mad at her uh but i think what she's trying to say is that you know she had problems with that promotion, which may have made her decision to leave and get signed by the WWE that much easier. Right. I think that's ultimately the main point. And then the details of that, I'm not sure about. Um, and then what she's referring to saying that it's different now, uh, stardom was purchased in, I think it was either last year or a couple of years ago by Bushy Road, which is like uh they're like one of these people that makes a game like warframe but instead of instead of a warframe like game it's one of those like collectible card games and some oh, other like of those like UDL, mobile yeah. games yeah yeah that's so true. so it's they're a mobile game slash toy company whatever they own new japan and they also own stardom so that's why you've seen more you know women's matches appearing on new japan whereas those ne- that never used to happen before that'd be like a that'd be like having the WNBA do like a pregame before the you know the NBA <laughs> so 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 um, that'd,
1: that'd be like the nba championships wanting to play in that in the WNBA on the pre-show before they do the main event the <laughs> LeBron, LeBron. <laughs> that's right yeah it's
0: dunk, uh, dunk contest first then championship game <laughs> right. so so but, but but basically what i'm saying is is um you know now uh it's got different ownership is basically the point that's what she's saying when she's saying okay this is this is, uh, this is different than it was when I was there. So maybe things aren't the same. But I think she was trying to say, old management had a problem with me. New management, I can't speak for because I haven't been there. I've been over here doing my own thing. Eventually, if she's building an arcade fortress back home, which I'm sure that, uh, you know, uh, even though Stevie is a fan of more minimalism these days, if she would rent him a floor, I'm sure he'd love to go check <laughs> it out. Have a good so video games, surrounded mm-hmm. by video games, you know? I mean, she, she might even that. have a piece of cardio equipment in there, you know, for when you need a break, oh, so... Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so just email her, uh, and then see what, see what comes of well, that. But-
1: I'm, I'm shocked too, that she hasn't become the Empress of video games culture there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and you like you said, if it's stardom in New Japan, we're talking about one crew. I don't care what you relabel <laughs> your branding as. The funding is coming from uh, the 88 killers, the Yakuza, bro.
0: Well, sure. So, well, they're they're the ones that have they they're the ones that run those protection rackets for those those toy companies, you know, that own everything, right? right? Like they yeah. so they're, they're all figured in. Um, but uh but but yeah, so basically, um I don't know uh let's say as far as the video game thing she's had to do with video games before that she was like a video games journalist too like on the side when she was mm. you know first starting out in wrestling and something to do with microsoft in japan because they have a presence there although definitely not as much as here uh but they were trying to get the xbox you know out there to those people and um and i and, think bill and i think bill outdo Gates. nintendo
1: and sony Bill Gates at Wrestle Kingdom versus uh, the Yakuza's chosen one would be a great fucking. That would be a
0: excellent draw
1: like that'll really
0: get (laughs) the the New Japan world sign ups to go through the roof take that Chris Jericho but (laughs) but yeah so but 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 these tweets are interesting now this also comes on the heels of you know uh, Kyrie's made some tweets lately about you know she's taking a break. You know the rumors was that she was coming back to wwe which may be true because if that was Mm. true she wouldn't announce that she would just show up you know or they may want her not to say anything but she says things like suspended my activities and you know i'm going you know like i I won't be i'll give you more information or whatever in the future you know i'll finish up my dates you know, these kind of things. So, uh, Dave Meltzer was speculating on the fact that maybe the business wasn't as good in stardom as she hoped it would be when she went back. Right. Like maybe they weren't, you know, she's not getting the payoffs. She was, she was expected to make. So, um, you know, that could be, that could have something to do with it. Uh, so there, there's some stuff to, to watch, uh, over there, but, you know, it seems like whenever somebody gets to a certain degree, you know triple h has his sort of feelers out or tentacles if you will if you're into that yeah. uh over there it, for the hot jet because everybody that's ever been like the hot you know top draw whatever he's brought him over whether that's been kyrie whether that's been oscar whether that's been e o who's there now and is the champ now yeah. like he's he keeps his eye he's gonna he's probably got his eye on people like julia if he's smart he does or, um, you know, a couple other people, like you mentioned, with the Mina Shirakawa, any of these people can come over and make an impact, and they can fill that spot that most American wrestling fans would just be like, well, here's the Japanese one. Uh, A lot of them are very talented and can, you know, just as talented as EO, and they could, you know, pull off these spots uh, if they're slotted in there, but... Um, but yeah, there's some, there's definitely some political intrigue, but it's just harder to follow up over there because Mm -hmm. you got the translation issues and the fact that they're just so private with their media. Unlike here, where we just dump everything and misinformation All all over the place and they keep everything very close to the vest. So you really have to like pry it out of people to the degree that even to Dave Meltzer, you can't trust what he says because he's trying to crack a nut, you know, that refuses to be cracked. And he might just be like
1: well i just i think this now basically i'm, right, I'm right, supposing yeah. this but so. i don't but i don't think it is yeah but i don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i mean i i get it. it's the difference between uh I'm not trying to lump all Asians in here by any means, but uh, I would love here you go. Here we go. (laughs) uh, As I precursor that, but like, dude, why not have her be the female even though Jackie Chan's Chinese fucking of Japan and do a Kill Bill like her verse the Yakuza, her verse. Like, I could see her say, fuck wrestling. Let's just do some movies and become the japanese female version like that to have x amount if she wants It's not like she can't do the stunts or the fucking make the fight sequences look real you know what i mean mm-hmm. but uh, yeah maybe she's got the stevie richards magic email to get all these games for free i'm <laughs> they don't look cheap pal and every time i see <clears throat> one of these videos she's like uh, you got to go to the warehouse and look at them. They're like this fucking 40 full size like race mm-hmm. car sit in consoles i'm like these motherfuckers got to be 100 grand each like that just is hard for me to stomach, man. But uh, do as thou wilt. You took the bump, sis. You be happy and eat all the fucking wagyu steak you want to. I mean, uh, I'm not here to tell you no. So, uh, But yeah, man, that was a, a big day here of uh, mushroom trips, uh, title defenses, uh, and uh, definitely wishing I mean, health
0: and wellness. Health and everybody. wellness
1: wishes to everybody. And then they can play Warframe while they're home recovering. Mm-hmm. That's the best That's way. That's right. Possible. It's
0: free, it's
1: completely free, <laughs> yeah, except
0: for the parts that you can buy.
1: That's right. You say arigato like we say arigato. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, on behalf of uh, Hattori Hanzo and the rest of the HMG Pure Bloods, I want to say thank you again to Frank and uh, Frank's Pickle Barrel ass and all the hardcores in the Hameen Media uh, group. Group uh for ordering the pay-per-view this weekend uh, this is immortal we're going to do more great shows and i hope you enjoyed this one at a great price 14.99 so uh we'll be here all week getting uh things uploaded i got to do the smackdown live review with big stevie cool and i'm can't wait to hear what his uh, next wrestling analysis videos are mm-hmm. so make sure you're subscribing to there. big shout out to both the vet and I's uh, mentor, the hustler Rip Rogers being inducted into the Indiana Sports Hall of Fame yes. this weekend. I was really proud of him and to see that, to see Rip on the road going, uh, going down there, down where to the south uh, and and doing the cons and all that thing. There's a lot of years where Rip was on the shelf and uh, blackballed and not uh, given the uh, respect that he's earned, you know? So I Mm -hmm. love seeing him make the rounds now and it's keeping him vibrant and, uh, and uh, Mm -hmm. always new great content over there on wrestling with Rip Rogers as well. So make sure you're subscribing to Stevie's channel and, uh, Thanks to everybody subscribing here. All the bit cheer super sticker suckers on Ben Hameen and twitch.tv slash Hameen And as always on channelattitude.com, $5 a month subscription. You'll get the inside stooge report on the Nemeth brothers and the Yakuza. Where else are you going to go? Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you where you're going to go. You're going to go to the next level review. You're going to go to the impact attack. And you're going to get more great conversation with the vet and all of his co-hosts as well. Vet, anything special you got lined up this week, pal?
0: Nothing special, but I am just going to hit the old classics, you know, every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find myself and Big Ray Hernandez talking about NXT. And I would expect, uh, or not expect, but, well, I kind of expect, but I would accept all of your well wishes for us and our mental health having to watch NXT. And then, of course, later on, as of this recording tonight, at, uh, on, uh, uh, right here on HMG YouTube, you're going to be able to go live with, uh, myself and Brandon for the impact attack. That's going to be at 6 30 PM Pacific, 9 30 PM Eastern. And if you're thinking, I don't watch impact, I don't give a fuck. Well, you might give a fuck about some of the other things that we have to say talking about uh, the periphery of impact, surrounding impact, the players in impact, the things that go on in the world besides impact that have an impact on impact. Like we talk about a lot more. And if you're there to throw some stuff our way, we'll be able to interact with you and answer that. So you can steer the conversation to a degree on the impact attack. So don't let the fact that you're not watching it, uh, which nobody is, uh, be any deterrent for you to hang out with us
1: absolutely man great insight and great creative as always big shout out to let's go brandon and big ray all day uh doing all that upload work, man. I wouldn't be able to, to do all this that I got on my plate. So uh, thank you guys for hanging with us. It's going to be another big cannabis week. So I'm glad my stress levels have been lowered. Body's not feeling too bad uh, as uh, we're only, what, nine days away from 46 years old, but uh, <laughs> doing better build it. Build day, yourself an arcade
0: now, man. Yeah, build it now.
1: I better. I just got to get these 3D printers back up and running. That's my whole retirement. That's going to fucking take me forever. 3D uh, printed arcade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right on, man, for sure. But I'm about to hop off, hop back on to record the SmackDown Live review for the Russo brand site here at ChannelAttitude.com with the Stevie Richards. Can't wait to catch up with him uh, after... Uh, his weekend of adventures on the love boat. So, uh, y'all, infidels, thanks for hanging with us live here this morning on YouTube. Appreciate it as we end with 33 strong for all my masons out there. It's Hacker hameen It's the vet. It's the Monday locker room to kick off your week, infidels. Y'all, if you're not Caucasian, uh, then leave. Mark Henry.